Hi, this is Terry McCarty, and uh, welcome to another uh, Reviews and Otherwise. And this one has to do with uh, filmmakers uh, uh, going back to the type of uh, filmmaking that they were and are most famous for. So, two examples of this today. Let's start with uh, Michael Bay and uh, Ambulance, which came out in the spring, but uh, didn't uh, get a lot of uh, box office traction. And currently it's available as a rental or if you have a Peacock, it's there now for streaming and, uh, you know, no extra charge beyond the uh, per month uh, that you're paying. And I would presume that would mean you're paying the price to watch just about everything uh, that uh, isn't gated but still uh, receive commercials for so with ambulance it's Michael Bay going back to the kind of action fair or I guess you could call it turbocharged action fair that uh, he did with uh, Jerry Bruckheimer and to make the point as clear as possible Early on, uh, Bay goes really meta, and uh, there's a little bit of dialogue between two actors playing cops, and quotes a famous uh, dumb uh, line of dialogue from The Rock, and essentially, Ambulance is sort of the uh, Bay's belated uh, response to Jan de Bont's uh, speed in the way that uh, you have uh, a game but miscast uh, Jake Gyllenhaal trying to fire off the Nicolas Cage uh, performative bazooka as a a uh, hotshot bank robber, son of another hotshot bank robber, and he has a, a half-brother played by the very good uh, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, who you might remember from the uh, good uh, remake reboot of uh, Candyman. And also Isaac Gonzalez uh, is an EMT and you may remember her most uh, from uh, the supporting role she had in Edgar Wright's uh, Baby Driver. So after the uh, bank robbery takes place and Bay does his uh, homage to uh, the robbery or post-robbery sequence in Michael Mann's Heat, except this one's uh, staged a few blocks away uh, near the what was the old uh, Los Angeles Times building. And through various convolutions, uh, not to be unraveled here, 
the EMT uh, bays, uh, sorry, EMT, uh, Mateen, Joan Hall, uh, one of the two cops that's uh, wounded, uh, shot accidentally. Uh, they all uh, find themselves riding around downtown LA, onto the freeway and back, and then towards uh, East LA. And they wind up being pursued by uh, some of the undercover LAPD finest, uh, led by uh, Garrett Dillahunt. And uh, the actor's name is Neil uh, Neil O'Donnell. Uh, I, uh, forgive me if I'm a mess on, on on the recall, but playing the FBI agent, which in one of the uh, interesting narrative conveniences happens to be uh, John Hall's uh, college buddy and. Uh, and it's explained that Joe and Hall took criminology courses just long enough to know how to one-up the cops and then, and then dropped out. And so it's uh, for a uh, you-can-go-home-again effort. Uh, it has uh, some... Pretty good set pieces. The the post bank robbery one being the probably the high point, and that and that comes in the first half. And uh, it's well, you can say it's uh, like most movies nowadays, uh, too long for uh, what its intentions are. It, dribbles out to about 136 minutes and uh, and then they tries for a coda that comes off like uh, sort of a rehash of, of uh, Pearl Harbor uh, and um, anyway I would say if you have your uh, upper tier subscription to Peacock, uh, then that's probably the best way to, to watch it, either that or wait until uh, Universal takes it off of, uh, of uh, pay-per-view uh, or premium uh, pay-per-view and drops it down to the $6.99, $5.99 price point. And for those who remember uh, how Bay used to kind of be like cheerfully sexist and gleefully crass, uh, uh, it's toned down here. And uh, maybe the most indulgent Bay gets is uh, he has his dog uh, playing a uh, role as uh, as uh, Garrett Dillahunt's dog and. Uh, and there's a kind of lapse into stereotyping with the East L.A. part, and, and uh, A. Martinez, who's a good actor, uh, gets 
start, you know, playing the uh, Latino crime lord and stereotype that uh, uh, people have seen many times, but even with that, it's probably less uh, cringy than it would have been if, if this had been made in the 90s. So that's my qualified uh, recommendation of Ambulance. And let's go on to David Cronenberg uh, coming back to feature making years after Maps to the Stars. And uh, this is with Crimes of the Future, a title he's recycled from a an apparent student film he did in Canada in 1970. And this Crimes of the Future is, it's uh, shot in Greece and it's essentially a certain amount of uh, like ambulance. Uh, uh, let's use an elevated word with Cronenberg, revisits to uh, familiar motifs and uh, essentially in terms of the uh, central storyline which has to do with uh, underground uh, groups uh, and uh, performance art uh, surgery and uh, and what in a, in a major plot point turns out to be performance art uh, autopsy that you can uh, basically you know see the ties that go back to crash uh, especially the well, one, one particular scene involving uh, Lea Seydoux and uh, Viggo Mortensen will remind you of a certain scene in Crash involving uh, Deborah Cara Unger and, and uh, James Spader. And it has to do with a opening in the, in the body that's not in the usual place that you would think there would be an opening. And uh, uh, in terms of the world building, uh, one could also trace this back a bit to uh, the adaptation of uh, Naked Launch, except uh, 30 years on, Cronenberg's uh, uh, not as constrained about uh, uh, Dealing, dealing with uh, uh, gay, gay characters, and, and uh, as he pretty much, pretty much was with Naked Launch, and uh, so. Uh, and this is the uh, first film he's done uh, w without his. Uh, cinematographer of the uh, oh, past two to three decades, uh, Peter Shushitsky. And nonetheless, it, it uh, pretty much 
even with the current DP, there's still a kind of uh, uh, stylistic uh, uh, similarities, and the and in term even in terms of uh, of the uh, camera setups, it's. Uh, Shot in the 185 uh, flat uh, process, meaning meaning uh, a lot of uh, close up and medium close up, uh, and mm, essentially with uh, crimes of the future, I'm trying to be not uh, giving things away, and it's. You know, done well, and as my wife was saying yesterday after we saw it, obviously he got to make the film he wanted to make uh, without any real uh, interference. But it's not among his uh, uh, best films. It it's you could argue that maybe it's like two decades ago uh, existence, sort of a. Uh, I'm I'm revisiting this, but not uh, inspired to the hilt, uh, other than other than just uh, like re-exploration, like uh, taking down uh, from the attic uh, some boxes and uh, sorting through to see what to keep and what to discard and um, but it's something I would uh, say it's worth uh, certainly worth even a premium video on demand rental whenever Neon uh, does that and for repertory theaters uh, Crimes of the Future would make a bo good bottom half to Double Bills with Crash, uh, Naked Lunch, or even the or original uh, uh, body horror surgery film uh, of Cronenberg's, the Jeremy Irons' twins, uh, Dead Ringers. Although, certainly with Dead Ringers, uh, uh, surgery wasn't portrayed as a as a uh, turn on in a in a uh, evolving or devolving world, and uh, and before I forget, there's a plot point in the second half involving a, a certain edible that might. Remind some viewers of a distinctly non-Cronenberg uh, film uh, from 1973, and once you see it, you'll you'll know what I'm referring to. But anyway, uh, give uh, give it a recommendation, but not uh, like. Uh, you know, it's not a classic, but it's a uh, good uh, coda in a way to the uh, greater films of, of his earlier career. 
So that's all for now, and uh, thanks ever so much for listening, and I'll be back uh, hopefully sometime in the next uh, week or thereabouts, and uh, thank you ever so much for listening, and if you like uh, what you've been hearing, then please uh, recommend this uh, via your favorite form of social media. Thanks again, and uh, see you hopefully in about a little over a week from now. Bye.